This is so, but indeed for the transgressors is an evil place of return. And what is that evil place of return? Jahannam, hell. Yaslawnaha, they will enter to burn in it. Fabi'salmihad, so wretched is the resting place. The word Jahannam from the root letters Jim, Ha, Mim, Jahama. And Jahana is to meet someone with a frowning face, to have a stern look, unwelcoming. And Jahma is the darkest part of the night. And this is what Jahannam is. It's an unwelcoming place. It's a dark, unhappy place. Jahannama yaslawnaha They will enter to burn because it's a pit of fire. Fabi'sal mihad what an evil mihad it is. Mihad from mim hadal mahad is ground that is prepared for something. And it's also used for a bed that has been prepared for someone. And from this the word mihad is used for a place of rest. A place of rest. Fabi'sal mihad. What a terrible place whose bedding is a fire and coverings is a fire. And it's deep, it's jahannam. In a hadith we learn that once the sahaba, they were in the company of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they heard a terrible sound. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, do you know what that was? And they said, Allah and His messenger know best. And he said, that was a stone which was thrown into the fire 70 years ago. And it was falling all that time and only now did it hit the bottom. This is Jahannam. Hada, this, فَلْيَدُقُوهُ So they should taste it. Let them taste it. Why? Because of their own doing. This is what they brought upon themselves. And what is it that they shall taste? Hamimun, scalding, hot, boiling, extremely hot water. وَغَسَّاق And foul purulence. Hamim, hamimim is used for water that has been heated to the ultimate degree. Meaning it cannot get any hotter. And غَسَّاق غَيْن سِينْ قَاف غَسَقَ يَغْسِقُ is to become very dark. غَاسِقِينَ are those who are in darkness. And غَاسِق is used for the night. Because the night is dark compared to the day. And Ibn Abbas who said غَسَّاق means extreme bitter burning cold. Meaning such extreme cold that almost burns. This is what غَسَّاق is. And the night is called غَاسِق because it is colder, it is cooler than the day. Qatada said, غَسَّاق is that which flows. So غَسَّاق, according to some interpreters, refers to the excretions of the wounds of the people of the fire, their tears, or such punishment whose nature we don't know of. فَلْيَذُوقُوهُ حَمِيمًا وَغَسَّاقٌ Extreme hot and extreme cold. Both of which are adab. وَآخَرُوا And others. Meaning other punishments also. مِنْ شَكْلِهِ Of its shakl. Shakl. What does shakl mean? The shape, form, face of something. Right? So, مِنْ شَكْلِهِ Of its shakl. Meaning others that are similar to it. Azwaj. Azwaj, plural of zawj. One of a kind. Meaning of various types, of various kinds. Not just these two punishments, but more. Similar to Hamim and Ghassaq in their severity. Hada fawjun. This is a fawj. Meaning as these taghin will be admitted into the fire, 
the guards of hellfire, they would say, this is a fawj, this is a company, and fawj is used for ta'ifatul kabira, a huge group of people. This is a huge group of people that is muqtahiman ma'akum, bursting in with you. Muqtahim, from qaf hamim. Muqtahim from iqtiham. Muqtahim is one who plunges, rushes into something, bursting in. Storming in. Basically, iqtiham is dakhil bil mashaqqa. To enter somewhere, dukhul bil mashaqqa, to enter somewhere with difficulty. We learned that the people of paradise, mufattahatan lahumul abwaab. Huge, massive gates already open for them. So the people of paradise will enter paradise with ease and honor and comfort and speed. On the other hand, the people of hellfire will enter their resting place. How? They will be rushed into, as if stuffed into, muqtahim, forced into, muqtahimun ma'akum, with a lot of difficulty, as if they're entering, being stuffed into the fire. And it will be said, لا marhaban bihim, لا not marhaban, any welcome bihim for them. Meaning you're not welcome here. Jannah مُفَتَّحَةً لَهُمُ الْأَبْوَابِ Gates are opened in order to welcome the residents of paradise. Here, as they are entering, لا مَرْحَبًا بِهِمْ They are not welcome here at all. Because إِنَّهُمْ صَالُ النَّارِ Indeed, they will burn in the fire. In Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 38, we learn that كُلَّمَا دَخَلَتْ أُمَّةٌ لَعَنَتْ أُخْتَهَا Each time a group of people will enter paradise, those who are already in will curse those who are coming in. This is the degree of hatred and animosity in hellfire. And in Jannah, how is it? The hearts are like one heart. هَذَا فَوْجٌ مُقْتَحِمٌ مَعَكُمْ لَا مَرْحَبًا بِهِمْ إِنَّهُمْ صَالُ النَّارِ Because hellfire is a place where friends will turn into enemies. In Surah Al-Zukhruf, 67, we learn الْأَخِلَّاءُ يَوْمَئِذٍ بَعْضُهُمْ لِبَعْضٍ Adu, friends will become enemies to each other that day. Qalu, they will say, who will say? Those who are coming in, who were told, la marhaban bihim, because group after group will be admitted into hellfire. So one group that's already in, another group that's coming, hada fawjun muqtahimun ma'akum. They're also being admitted here. So those already in hellfire will say, la marhaban bihim. No welcome for them. They're not really coming to a good place. They're going to burn in here. Now those who are coming in, they would say, بَلْ أَنْتُمْ لَا مَرْحَبًا بِكُمْ Why are you cursing us? No welcome for you. Why are you looking down at us? Look down at yourself. Why are you humiliating us? Humiliate yourself. If we're not welcome, there's no welcome for you here either. لَا مَرْحَبًا بِكُمْ أَنْتُمْ قَدَّمْتُمُهُ لَنَا Because you are the ones who brought this upon us. قَدَّمْتُمُهُ قَافْ دَالْ مِيمُ قَدَّمَ يُقَدِّمُ تَقْدِيمُ Meaning, you brought this end upon us. You were our leaders. We followed you. And because we followed you in the world, today we're ending up in the hellfire because of you. فَبِئْسَ الْقَرَارِ And wretched is the settlement. So we see this blame game starting again. How the leaders are cursing the followers, and the followers are cursing the leaders. Each party 
blaming the other. Each saying, it's your fault we're here. And then they will say, قَالُوا They will say, رَبَّنَا O our Lord, مَنْ whoever قَدَّمَ لَنَا هَذَا Whoever brought this upon us, whoever prepared this for us, meaning whoever led us over here, they were ahead of us and we followed them in their ways. And so we ended up in hellfire. Whoever started this business, فَزِدْهُ عَذَابًا So increase him in punishment. What kind of punishment? ضِعْفًا Double. فِنَّار In the fire. It's amazing. These same people loved each other to such a degree in this world that they persuaded each other to not follow the prophets. Go back to the beginning of Surah Sa'd. Recall the beginning of Surah Sa'd. How the leaders said to their followers that وَانْطَلَقَ الْمَلَأُ مِنْهُمْ أَنِمْشُوا Get up. Don't stay listening to Muhammad wasallam. Get up and leave. And وَاصْبِرُوا عَلَىٰ آلِهَتِكُمْ Have sabr over your gods, over your idols. And it's amazing how the people followed them. But all such leaders and followers will turn into great enemies in the hereafter. Look at how they're invoking against each other, cursing each other. فَزِدْهُ عَذَابًا بِعْفًا مِنَ النَّارِ Oh Allah, whoever started this, give him double punishment. Give him multiplied punishment. In Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 38, we learn, قَالَتْ أُخْرَاهُمْ لِأُولَاهَمْ رَبَّنَا هَاؤُلَاءِ أَضَلُّونَ فَآتِهِمْ عَذَابًا بِعْفًا مِنَ النَّارِ Oh our Lord, these are the people who misled us, so give them double punishment. وَقَالُوا and the people of hell will say, Malana, what's wrong with us? How come? La nara, we do not see rijalan, certain men, plural of the word rijal. We don't see certain men over here. Where? In hellfire, because that's where they are, right? They will say, how come we don't see rijal? Which rijal? Kunna, we used to, meaning in the worldly life, we used to na'udduhum. We used to count them, meaning enlist them, number them. Na'uddu from Ain Dal Dal. Addayaudu is to count, to list. Like for example, if there are certain criminals, then it's known, okay, this person is a criminal, that person is a criminal, this person also falls in the same category, that person also falls in the same category. So you have four people. Alright? So we used to consider them to be, we used to count them in the group of who? Minal Ashrar. Amongst the worst people. Ashrar, plural of the word sharir. We learned akhyar, plural of the word khayir. Ashrar, plural of the word sharir. You see a lot of opposites over here. A lot of contrast over here. They would say, we used to consider them amongst the worst people. But where are they? How come we haven't seen them in hell? They would say, أَتَّخَذْنَاهُمْ Did we take them? سِخْرِيًّا In mockery, in ridicule. Meaning, did we just mock at them when they weren't actually deserving of it? We listed them amongst the ashrar in سِخْرِيًّا They weren't actually evil, but we considered them to be evil. And we made fun of them when they weren't actually deserving of that. Meaning, were we doing something wrong by considering those people as ashraf, um, or they are here in hell and zaghat anhum al-absar. Zaghat, it has deviated. Zayigh, anhum from them al-absar, the eyes, the vision. Or is it that they are in hell but our eyes have not yet caught them? We are continually missing them.
You understand what's happening over here? There are people in the world who are perceived as ashrar. But in the eyes of Allah, they are not ashrar because of their faith. Look at any prophet of Allah. Take the example of any prophet of Allah. Was he considered as a bad person by his people? Of course he was. Look at how the mushrikeen, they accused the Prophet ﷺ of so many evils when he wasn't like that at all. Musa ﷺ, how was he portrayed? Each prophet was portrayed as a villain by their enemies. And not just the prophets, but their followers also. They were considered as ashrar. And it's quite possible that a follower of a prophet, in any time, in any place, he's considered to be a bad person. But in the eyes of Allah, he is not. Because of his faith and his actions. So the people of hell will say, what's wrong with us? How come we don't see them? Do we just make fun of them for no reason? Or they're here and we haven't found them yet? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ ذَٰلِكَ لَحَقٍ Indeed, that is surely true. Don't doubt this reality. It will definitely, necessarily happen. What will happen? The khasim, mutual dispute and quarreling amongst two ahlin nar, the people of the fire. Today they seem very united, but in hell certainly there will be takhasum. Takhasum, khasm. What does it mean? Mutual arguing and quarreling. So this quarreling will take place. The love and the friendship that they have right now will turn into animosity and hatred. It is lahaq, it is surely true. So don't be deceived by their friendship today, by their unity today. They will certainly be enemies to each other because in reality they are enemies to each other. Because anyone who is helping you disobey Allah, anyone who is supporting you in disobedience to Allah, then in reality they are not a friend. They are an enemy. إِنَّ ذَٰلِكَ لَحَقَّ تَخَاصُمُ أَهْلِ النَّارِ Recitation. هَذَا وَإِنَّ لِلطَّاغِينَ لَشَرَّ مَآبٍ جَهَنَّمَ يَصْلَوْنَهَا فَبِئْسَ الْمِهَادِ هَذَا فَلْيَذُوقُوهُ حَمِيمٌ وَغَسَّاقٌ وَآخَرُ مِنْ شَكْلِهِ أزواج هذا فوج مقتحم معكم لا مرحبا بهم إنهم صال النار قالوا بل أنتم لا مرحبا بكم أنتم قدمتموه لنا فبئس القرار قالوا ربنا من قدم لنا هذا فزده عذابا ضعفا في النار وقالوا ما لنا لا نرى رجالا كن نعدهم من الأشرار أتخذناهم سخريا أم زاغت عنهم الأبصار 
The Prophet وسلم, is addressed at the end of the surah Qul say How do you respond to your people? First the lessons are taught Observe patience Take strength from the example of all of these prophets And how do you respond to your people? Tell them that innama ana munzir. Indeed, I am only a warner. My job is to just warn you. Wama min ilahin illallah. And the fact is that there is no God worthy of worship but Allah, who is al-wahid, the one, meaning the one true God, and He is al-qahar, the prevailing one. His will cannot be resisted. His decree cannot be avoided because He is Qahar, the all-subduer. Meaning, everyone before Him is subdued because He has Qahr. And what is Qahr? Ghalaba. He is Al-Qahar, the Almighty. Rabbu samawati wal-ardi. He is the Lord of the heavens and the earth. Wama baynahuma. And whatever that is between them. And He is Al-Aziz, the exalted in might. You are in Izzah. You are in false pride. The beginning of the surah, we learn that the people are in Izzatin wa shiqaq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says over here that Allah is Al-Aziz, the one who is worthy of all Izzah. And He is Al-Ghaffar, the perpetual forgiver. Kathirul maghfirah. Al-Ghaffar over here is an invitation to the people to repent to Allah. Turn back to Allah. قُلْ say, هُوَ نَبَأٌ عَظِيمٌ It is indeed a great news. نَبَأٌ عَظِيمٌ What is نَبَأ? An important, relevant news. That is عَظِيمٌ Great. What is great news? What is mentioned over here? The hereafter. It is great news. You see when something great happens in the world, does it make it to the front page? Breaking news everywhere? There's noise everywhere, right? Big noise is created over an incident. And yes, it may be very big, very major. But everything aside, the hereafter is naba'un alim. There is no news greater and more urgent and more important than the coming of the hereafter. Antum. But the reality is that you are anhufamid mu'aridun, ones who turn away. You are hardly concerned about it. It's coming your way. But you're turning away from it. It's like a massive disaster is coming towards the people in the form of some natural disaster, whether it is a storm or some earthquake that's predicted or some tsunami that's predicted, whatever it may be. And people are warned and they turn away. Isn't that foolishness? What made the prophets successful was dhikr And what makes people losers is their turning away from the hereafter. Ma kanali. The Prophet ﷺ is told to say to the people, Ma kanali, I do not have, there is not for me, meaning I do not have, min ilmin, of any news, bil mala'il a'la, of the exalted assembly. Al mala'. What does mala' refer to? an assembly of the elite, and Al-A'la, the highest. And it's referring to the assembly of the angels. Because where do the angels assemble? Up in the heavens. So Al-A'la. إِذْ يَخْتَصِمُونَ When they were disputing. 
Who was disputing? The Nama, meaning the angels were disputing. Concerning what? Concerning the creation of Adam a.s. As we will learn in the following verses. Remember that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the angels about the fact that He was going to create the human being, the angels they said that, why would you do that? When نَحْنُ نُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِكَ وَنُقَدِّسُ Right? So the Prophet ﷺ is told, tell your people, I wasn't there. I had no knowledge of this before. Who am I? إِنْ يُوحَى إِلَيَّ How do I get to know about all of this? In not يُوحَى إِلَيَّ It is revealed to me, إِلَّا except أَنَّمَا That indeed only أَنَا نَذِيرٌ مُبِينٌ I am a clear warner. Meaning, this news has been revealed to me. Otherwise, there was no way for me to get this information, to get this knowledge. What happened up in the heavens? What will happen in the future? What will happen in the hereafter, in paradise, in hell? These are all matters of the unseen. They're all matters of the unseen. So how did the Prophet ﷺ know about this? Through revelation. إِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ when your Lord said, now that Khasim is mentioned, when your Lord said, Lil Malaika to the angels, Inni Khaliqun, indeed I am going to create Basharan man mintin from clay. Mention when Allah said to the angels, I am going to create man from clay. Fa so when so way to who I have proportioned him. Taswiya is to level, to smoothen, final finishing touches. So sawaituhu, meaning I have completed his physical creation. Wanafahtu, and I have blown fihi into him. Miruhi from my ruh, meaning the ruh that Allah has created. Alright? Ruhi doesn't mean my ruh, as in part of Allah's ruh, as in the ruh that he has no. Na'udhu billah. This is not what it's referring to. Ruhi, this is idafa of tamlik. Tamlik as in possession. Like you say, my bag. Does it mean the bag is part of your body? What does it mean? Mine as in, I own it. So, ruhi as in my creation. My ruh means the ruh that I have created. So, when I have blown the ruh into him, فَقَعُونَهُ sajideen, Then fall down for him in prostration. This is what the angels were told. So what happened? فَسَجَدَ الْمَلَائِكَةُ So the angels prostrated. Which angels? Kullahum, all of them, ajma'un, entirely, all together. Meaning every single one of the angels prostrated without exception. Not even one refrained. Illa Iblis, except for Iblis. He did not prostrate. Instead, he is takbara. He was arrogant. Wakana min al kafirin, and he became among the deniers. Meaning forever he became a kafir. كَانَ مِنَ الْكَافِرِينَ صَارَ مِنَ الْكَافِرِينَ Meaning forever, his status, his reality would be that he would be a denier. قَالَ So this is the whole khasm. Right? This is the whole dispute that happened. قَالَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, يَا إِبْلِيسُ O Iblis, مَا مَنَعَكَ What stopped you? أَن تَسْجُدَ That you prostrate. لِمَا For that which خَلَقْتُ I created بِيَدَيَّ With both my hands. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam with his hands. This is great honor. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can create things by saying, kun. Or by creating certain, you know, processes or laws. Kun. But Adam a.s. was made how? By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself in the sense that, biyadayya, with his hands. Isn't that enough of an honor that Allah bestowed upon Adam? It's great honor. 
So Iblis was asked, how could you not prostrate to Adam when firstly I created Adam with my hands and secondly I ordered you to. I ordered you to prostrate. Astakbarta? Were you arrogant? An kunta min al-alin? Or are you really amongst the alin? Alin, plural of alim, meaning one who has ulu, one who is high. Meaning, are you being arrogant? Or are you really that high that it doesn't befit your status that you prostrate to Adam? What was Iblis's response? Qala ana khayrun minhu. He said, I am better than him. I am of the alim. I have ulu. I am better than him. And what was his justification? Khalaqtani min nar. You created me from fire. Wa khalaqtahu min teen. And you created him from clay. This was the pride of Iblis. He said, because I am made from fire, fire is better than clay. Hence I am better. And Adam is not better. So I cannot prostrate to Adam. But is that so? Is fire better than clay? Is it? No. Fire by nature is destructive. And clay by nature is productive. You put a seed in clay, what will happen? A plant will grow. You put a seed in fire, and what will happen to that seed? It will turn to ashes. You put clay in fire, either it will extinguish the fire, right? Or the clay will become stronger. So خَلَقْتَنِي مِنْ نَارٍ وَخَلَقْتَنِي مِنْ طِينٍ False logic. And besides, Allah created Adam with his hands. So Adam definitely greater in status. Allah said, قَالَ فَخْرُجْ مِنْهَا Allah said, get out of here. فَإِنَّكَ رَجِيمٌ For indeed you are expelled. رَجِيم رَجِم One on whom a stone has been thrown. So when he's been stoned, that means he's not welcome. Get out of here. فَخْرُجْ مِنْهَا فَإِنَّكَ رَجِيمٌ وَإِنَّ عَلَيْكَ لَعْنَتِي And indeed on you is my curse إِلَى يَوْمِ الدِّينِ Until the day of recompense. قَالَ Iblis said, Rabbi, O oh my Lord, فَأَمْظِرْنِي So give me respite إِلَى يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ Until the day they are resurrected. You know, if Iblis is asking Allah, why should we not ask Allah? Iblis asks Allah. He asked Allah, Rabbi, O oh my Lord, even though he's canonical kafirin, and what is he asking for? Such a huge favor. Let me live until the day of judgment. And Allah gave that to him. Despite the fact that Iblis is the worst servant. Why do we not ask Allah for what we want? Why not? Iblis asked for such a bad reason. He wanted to mislead all of mankind, not just Adam a.s., but all of the children of Adam. Why should we not ask Allah for something that we want for a good cause? Shame on us if we don't ask Allah. He said, رَبِّ فَأَنظِرْنِي إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ قَالَ فَإِنَّكَ مِنَ الْمُنظَرِينَ Allah said, indeed you are of those who are given respite. What is the day that they will be resurrected? The day when people will be resurrected, meaning the day of judgment. Allah said, you have respite. Ila until yawm al-waqtil ma'loom, the day, the time of which is ma'loom. It is well known. Known to whom? Only Allah. Meaning, the day of judgment, whose waqt, whose time is ma'loom, known to whom? Allah. Iblis, when he got this respite, qala, he said, fabi'izzatika. By your might, O Allah, لَأُغْوِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ لَأُغْوِيَنَّهُمْ I will surely definitely mislead them, أَجْمَعِينَ All of them. Look at how arrogant he is. 
And look at how true he is to his word. Again, shame on us. He makes a pledge and he's doing his best to fulfill it. He said, I will mislead all of them. Except for your servants among them, meaning among mankind, who are mukhlasin, who are the select ones. Select ones, meaning who are set apart from the rest because of their unique qualities, their iman, their taqwa, their inabah to Allah. They are the ones who are saved from the misguidance of Iblis. إِلَّا عِبَادَكَ مِنْهُمُ الْمُخْلَصِينَ Allah said, قَالَ He said, فَالْحَقُّ So the truth. Meaning, so it shall be. This is the truth. It shall be. What is true? Reality. So this is the reality. فَالْحَقُّ وَالْحَقَّ أَقُولُ And the truth it is that I say. Meaning whatever Allah says, happens. So what is the reality? What is the fact? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said will definitely happen. That la surely I shall definitely fill up Jahannama hell minka from you, O Iblis. You threaten me, you challenge me like that, hell will be filled with you. And whoever follows you, minhum from people ajma'in altogether. Doesn't matter how many they are. Hell has enough room for the ta'een. How did the Prophet ﷺ know about this? Through wahi. Qul, say. The Prophet ﷺ is again told, Tell your people, مَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ I do not ask you for this any payment. The Qur'an that I'm delivering to you, the wahi that I'm receiving and I'm passing on to you, I'm not asking you to pay me for it. وَمَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُتَكَلِّفِينَ The fact that I don't ask you for any payment shows my sincerity. I don't want anything from you. I'm giving. I don't have any hidden agenda. If there was, it would have been evident. And وَمَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُتَكَلِّفِينَ Another sign of the truthfulness of the Prophet ﷺ, I'm not of those who are pretentious. متَكَلِّفِينَ Plural of متَكَلِّف Who is متَكَلِّف? متَكَلِّف is from تَكَلُّف What is تَكَلُّف? كَافْ لَامْ فَ تَكَلَّفَ يَتَكَلَّفُ تَكَلُّف Is someone who burdens oneself with something. This is تَكَلُّف Kallafa to take on a burden. Who is mutakallif? One who burdens himself with something. And mutakallif is used for a person who's pretentious. Because tell me something, faking, is it hard? Is it hard? It can be very hard. Pretending to be who you're not. How long can you do it? For how long can you go on like that? Eventually, you give up. It becomes burdensome. So, وَمَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُتَكَلِّفِينَ Who is mutakallif? An imposter. Meaning one who is a liar, making up and fabricating something. I am not making all of this up. Because for anyone to make up the Qur'an would be a tremendous task. Because there would be contradictions. Especially the fact that Qur'an was revealed over 23 years. There would be change of mind. There would be revisions. There would be errors. So many discrepancies, but nothing like that. مَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُتَكَلِّفِينَ I am not of those who are pretentious. Takalluf is basically when a person fakes something. And he fakes it. It's not original. He adorns himself with what he is not worthy of. And he claims to have what he does not actually have. So, مَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُتَكَلِّفِينَ Meaning, I am myself. I am doing what I really am. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really made him a prophet and that's why he was conveying. He was not making all of that up. He was an original. You understand? مَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُتَكَلِّفِينَ So here in this ayah, we are discouraged from being pretentious. From pretending to be what we are actually not. The Sahaba said, نُهِينَا عَنِ التَّكَلُّفِ We have been forbidden from takalluf, faking things. You know, be yourself. Don't lie. Don't pretend to be all fine when you're actually hungry. You know, for example, in one narration we learned that food was brought to the Prophet ﷺ and he put it before somebody. And some women were there and the Prophet ﷺ said, eat it. And they said, no, we're not hungry. And the Prophet ﷺ said that, O woman, do not mix hunger with lies. Meaning, <laughs> how can you not be hungry? You must be hungry. So don't mix that with lies. نُهِينَا عَنُ التَّكَلُّفِ The Sahaba said, Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu said, Oh people, if somebody knows something, he can say it. But if he does not know it, he should say, Allah knows better. For it is a sign of having knowledge to say about something which one does not know, that Allah knows better. Don't fake it. Don't pretend that you know everything when you actually don't. And he mentioned this ayah, وَمَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُتَكَلِّفِينَ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا ذِكْرٌ لِلْعَالَمِينَ It is but a reminder to the world. So what is... The Qur'an is a dhikr, a reminder for who? Alameen, all the people of the worlds. وَلَتَعْلَمُنَّ نَبَأَهُ And surely, definitely you shall know it's naba بَعْدَحِينَ After a time. It's naba as in the reality of the news that the Qur'an informs you of. Whether it is the reality of this life, next life, ultimate outcome, of the matter of the Prophet ﷺ, the success that Allah will grant him. Right now you are in doubt about it, but very soon you will see it actualize. Right now you deny the Qur'an, very soon you shall see it accepted. Right now you deny the Prophet ﷺ, very soon you shall find him successful. And did it happen? Indeed it did. Because this is a Makki surah, and within a short few years, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought about the naba of the Qur'an, the prediction of the Qur'an, and granted success to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And in fact, every news that the Qur'an gives off, it shall come true. Every news, whether it is pertaining to the hereafter, Jannah, Jahannam, grave, anything, it shall come true. So any news of the Qur'an, never ever doubt it. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. قُلْ إِنَّمَا أَنَا مُنْذِرْ وَمَا مِنْ إِلَٰهٍ إِلَّا اللَّهُ الْوَاحِدُ الْقَهَّارُ رَبُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا الْعَزِيزُ الْغَفَّارُ قُلْ هُوَ نَبَأٌ عَظِيمٌ تُمْ عَنْهُ مُعْرِضُونَ مَا كَانَ لِيَ مِنْ عِلْمٍ بِالْمَلَأِ الْأَعْلَى إِذْ يَخْتَصِمُونَ إِنْ يُوحَى إِلَيَّ إِلَّا أَنَّمَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ إِنِّي خَالِقٌ بَشَرًا مِّن طِينٍ 
فَإِذَا سَوَّيْتُهُ وَنَفَخْتُ فِيهِ مِنْ رُوحِي فَقَعُوا لَهُ سَاجِدِينَ فَسَجَدَ الْمَلَائِكَةُ كُلُّهُمْ أَجْمَعُونَ إِلَّا إِبْلِيسَ اسْتَكْبَرَ وَكَانَ مِنَ الْكَافِرِينَ قال يا ابليس ما منعك ان تسجد لما خلقت بيدي استكبرت ام كنت من العالين قال انا خير منه خلقتني من نار وخلقته من قال فاخرج منها فانك رجيم وان عليك لعنتي الى يوم الدين قال رب فانظرني الى يوم يبعثون قال فانك من المنظرين الى يوم الوقت المعلوم قال فبعزتك لاغوينهم اجمعين الا عبادك منهم المخلصين قال فالحق والحق اقول لاملان جهنم منك وممن تبعك منهم اجمعين قل ما اسالكم عليه من اجر وما انا من المتكلفين ان هو الا ذكر للعالمين ولا تعلمون نباه بعد حين سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك اشهد ان لا اله الا انت استغفرك واتوب اليك السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته